0: Hello. Hey, Marilyn. How are you? Good morning, Dan. Rabbit, rabbit. Oh, right. It's October 1st. Rabbit, rabbit. That's right. Yes. I thought you were supposed you're to say, say it. You're not to say it, are you? Well, I say, I say it the first thing in the morning when I first wake up. I thought that was the rule. Yeah, I blew it this morning. I said, I said good morning to my wife. Oh, my, oh, my God. You screwed up jerk. the whole month. The whole month is gone now.
1: I know. I got to reset the timeline. So dumb. Ugh.
0: The worst. What's wrong with me? I don't know. Should we even do a show now? I don't even know. I
1: feel like I should just go like hibernate like a hedgehog. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Like a hedgehog, yeah. Like a hedgehog. You know, they hibernate. I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah. We're uh, we're currently on a new pet project. Uh, What does that mean? I'll tell you when it's further along. Okay. Oh, God. They only wake me for the important meetings. But the point is it's Tuesday. It's October 1st and it's the optimistic day. I see. You know, wherever two or more of you are gathered in his name, there is love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So back to work. Yes. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do the show. Why not? <laughs> I, I just made a coffee. I haven't, I'm not, I'm not super awake yet. Mm. Um, what was I, how are you? Are you well?
0: Yeah, I'm doing well. How are you doing?
1: I think I'm doing, you know what I'm doing? I'm doing fine. Five by five. Good. Um, I'm I'm doing uh doing pretty good, you know. Um, so we're gonna talk more about, uh, in part at least a little bit about Apple Watch today, yeah.
0: Yeah, I think we should. That'd be great.
1: This, this uh
0: rollout of thirteen, Oof. it's it's goofy, it's wonky, it's bad, it's it's baddie, isn't it? Yeah, because now we've the, got a thirteen point one point two
1: out. Yeah, and uh, there's a new watch OS that we've got to talk about. But um I I don't I'm I don't mean to be negative or to pile on, but it's uh this is certainly something people in the averse are uh, are aware of and talking about, but I think even for normal people, maybe especially for normal people, this is a really weird rollout.
0: It <laughs> really is not their best as you would say, it's not a good look for them. <laughs>
1: not a good look, not their best work. I but you know it's it is it is interesting. I'm just looking at um what was I looking for? I was looking for like, <laughs> sometimes it's very difficult to find exactly what's new. Um, what's changed, what's new in in an OS release. But, um, I'm just looking at some of the various reports of the, some of the problems with, uh, either the watch or watch OS. I think we're, I definitely want to talk about battery life, but, uh, boy, even just with 13 on iOS, uh, that this reminders thing is, uh, whoo, turned into a real cock up. um, because you know, to their credit, so they had all these. Apple had all these very ambitious things that they announced, I guess, in June, at WWDC, and um, as has been widely reported in our circles, a bunch of things that were going to be super cool features of macOS and iOS got pushed back, pushed out. Um, I mean, for example, a lot of people. You know, for a long time, for example, a lot of people have been wanting to dump Dropbox because there's Dropbox has been getting weird for a long yes,
0: time. Yes, yes, I'm 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 somewhere in on that page myself. I was glad you brought this up because this is something I wanted to hear from your standpoint too.
1: Well, okay, so that, that, this is one example, and uh, boy, I'm already pretty deep in the stack here. But you know, Dropbox, Dropbox did something that was very difficult from a you know. Enterprise standpoint, which is they found a way over the years somehow to make uh, having synced files and folders work extremely well with a minimum of errors. Now, now if you're a younger person, you don't remember the times that that was a very unsolved problem. Right. And uh, trying to sync stuff, whether that was with .Mac or you know, whatever, um, you either had to kind of <clears throat> do it by hand. With something like Transmit or Rsync, or you would do it through some kind of company's secret sauce that almost invariably just didn't work very well. It would take a long time. It wouldn't sync, or when it did sync, there would be extremely mysterious uh, problems that were difficult to solve or understand from a consumer standpoint. Right, like your files would get clobbered, or you know, if you did the wrong thing with something like. Um, What's the other one? rsync, and what's the one where you compare three files um, in the terminal? But you would get these weird things where like you might have like like a line, a line missing from a file from your buffer. You might have a line missing on this machine, but not on that machine, and there's two lines on this machine, and it's just the oddest things. And Dropbox did this seemingly impossible right. magical thing. Right. Very magical. The, magical because Being a hard drive in the sky has historically not been a very profitable gig, (laughs) you know? I mean, Libsyn and Dropbox are two companies that aren't very sexy, but they have been very good at what they do. I think Libsyn likes to think of themselves as something much more than a hard drive in the sky, but that's really been their value is it's just big, dumb storage that works and doesn't cost a ton. You know, back in the day, if you wanted to have a movie, like a video, an MPEG on your website, uh, you know, your shared hosting account would, would basically go down in a morning with a postage size, size video. Um, Libsyn, you know, found a way to, I don't know how they did it, but they found a way to like not go out of business, letting you host very large podcast files. That was great. But Dropbox in particular for so long, they did, uh, they, they, they made sync work and they also got away with something astonishing, which is they beat up (laughs) <laughs> they did something. They assaulted OS X in such a way that it felt integrated with your file system. Um, that's probably the wrong word for it. But, you know, uh, I think Steve Jobs famously said, what did he say? It's a, what did he say about Dropbox? What was his famous line? It is a uh, feature, not feature, a product. not a company, not a company, something like that. Yeah, it's a very like, you know, Mr. Wonderful kind of thing to say. But, uh, but I don't know how they got away with it, but it was... It wasn't bothersome to me as a computer user that they were hacking on OS X. It was great. They had a new, you hit command shift H, go to your directory, your home, your home folder, and there was a, something called Dropbox, and it worked on all your Macs. And it wasn't surpassingly costly. Um, and we didn't mind the fact that it was weird. But over time, it's gotten weirder and weirder. And there's more and more stuff that this monkey business they want to do with having you approve uh, settings that are pretty oddly invasive. I, I don't know every little bit of the technical standpoint of it, but I know enough that my friends who understand this stuff tell me that it's it's somewhat concerning. And then even like, you know, now today even, like it's weird. Like I really love this thing Brett Terpster put out called, uh, it's called Bunch. Um, which I'll put in show notes, which is a fantastic, you know, Brett's so good at these things. Brett came up with this app called bunch and you create these text files, these dot bunch files, and you basically write, right click on the icon down in your dock, and you can make a bunch of stuff happen all at once with a text file. So have you
0: ever, have you looked at this? No, this is new to me. I haven't heard of this one. Um, I, I've so been, for- I, the, I thought he was just working on that NV ultra stuff. I didn't even hear about this.
1: Right, right, right. Um, that's coming along. It's still, it's still having some bugs, but it's a, that's a really good app. Bunch, uh, so Bunch, you know, for example, I have one here called Start Podcast. And when I go to Start Podcast, I'm kind of going somewhere with this. Uh, reveal Bunches in Finder. So I have this one called startpodcast.bunch. And it's just this little text file. And so you have, you can, you can open apps, you can quit apps, you can open folders. You can cause so many different things to happen based on these different lines in a text file. So, for example, I have one that says launch. So I have launch Skype, which you know I say launch Audio Hijack. I say um, exclamation point, and then the backup and sync from Google uh, product. Like so, the, the exclamation point means quit that. So quit all of these back of a truck apps and quit Dropbox. And turn on, you know, all the kind of stuff that, that you want to do to, like, you know, be ready to do a do a podcast. In my case, at some point recently, Dropbox stopped responding because I don't know why. But as explained on the bunch page, um, it will this will work on any app that honors a request to quit. So now I have to go in and manually like option click on the icon in the menu bar and quit. It's not a huge deal, but it's another bit of monkey business. Why doesn't Dropbox do that? I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's pilot error. Why this is all in the service of saying they announced a while back, Apple announced that they would be introducing some big improvements um, to what's the official name of the service? iCloud Drive, right? That you'd be able to do this all this really great new stuff, including like sharing folders and like if you take that alongside the files app and functionality on iOS, wow, this is a really exciting new future for people. You don't even have to be a Federico Vitici to appreciate this. You can be even just like a pretty normal person and go, I'm like, you could say like, maybe I'm not. you're not a podcaster. Maybe you're not the heaviest user of shared folders, but you'll be, wouldn't it be great when this, uh, you know, when the uh, uh, OS updates have come out, you're going to be able to do this. Well, that went away. And that's been pushed out till later in the year. Um, a lot of the features that we were looking forward to in iOS 13, a number of them got pushed out. Um, I think Catalina got delayed. And, it, and every single one of the betas has been really bumpy. Now, let's be honest. That's what betas are for, right? A beta is an unfinished software where you report bugs, you file a radar, and you help the company make the product better. But it's been super bumpy. People like our friend Marco have trouble even like <laughs> had trouble even like getting watch OS beta onto a watch. And he's a pretty smart fella. Um and and but you know, that's all, that's all that's that's the rules of the game, right? It's a beta. But then they did the thing where they had 13 point they had a 13.1 dev beta as well as the 13.0 beta, and we were all like, what, you know, what is what is going on with that? Well, you know, trust the system. Keep watching the water, right? Apple will get this all sorted and then they're going to push out some, some they're, they're great polished software. It's, it's, it's real goofy though. <laughs> the, the, the production live public versions of a bunch of their stuff is real weird right now.
0: Yes, it is. I, I,
1: the, the one that everybody noticed not everybody, the one that a lot of people notice, uh, I don't know how, if this has gotten fixed yet, but in the beta, we all noticed this. And then in the, uh, at least in 13.0, you notice stuff like you're typing on iOS and the letters, you can't see the letters. The letters are there, but you can't see them. I get, well, The way I would, would want to say it is, on the white background where you're typing, the letters are white. Right. And, and that just shows up. There will be things where like, you try to pull down to go to Spotlight, and it just doesn't go. Um, and that's all been real weird, but, but I think one that's going to affect normal people and is affecting normal people is this cock-up with reminders, where as a consequence of Catalina shipping later, there's a very odd set of circumstances right now that Apple rarely finds themselves suffering with, which is they hugely updated Reminders. There's a bunch of really good new functionality that's been in the beta for a while where you can do stuff now. Like it's, It really is a, a more full-featured sort of program. You right. could run your task management pretty ably, theoretically, with Reminders because you can do stuff like you can now like have a subtask you know, in a line, you can have like sh- these shared groups. You can like, you can group reminder groups into like a folder, essentially. There's all this really cool stuff, new interface, really, really cool. But there's a couple catches. Um, so, you know, catch number one is, and this is fairly rare for Apple. Catch number one is that from the betas and up to now, you get a, you get a big warning on iOS that says, look, if you want to get all these great new features, you get some of them, you get the new UI mostly. But if you want to get these new features, you need to upgrade. You got to upgrade your reminders. But here's the thing. Once you upgrade reminders on this device, if you want to use those reminders on any other device, they Mm -hmm. all have to be updated. So you have to have iOS 13, on all of your iOS devices, which is you know, that's not super weird. There's not that many people with that have like five iOS devices, but if they did, they'd have them all running iOS 13. But here's a couple other catches. You, you know, you know about this, right?
0: I th- yeah, some of this, some of it's new.
1: Um, you also have to be running Catalina in order to then use reminders on your Mac if you've upgraded it in any of those places. It worries wow, you about What this. a nightmare. So like, for example, I did, there's a, the, I'm going to keep the machine that I'm on right now. I'm going to keep on Mojave for as long as possible. Me too. Me so too. so many apps. I won't be able to use GarageBand on um, the GarageBand that I use, the ancient version of GarageBand. I'm going to have to learn logic basically to do my job, which I know that's boohoo, but you know, there's all kinds of stuff that is just not going to work because of the 64 bit stuff is not going to work in the future. I'm almost done. So that's number 1. Number 1 big problem there with reminders is now any machine you have that's not running the OS that's not out yet, the reminders ain't going to work. Right. If I go to reminders now on this machine, <laughs> it's it's real it's real sad and janky. It just says here, "Where are my reminders?" And then when you click on it, <laughs> it like God. it's it's you it's created reminders to tell you your reminders aren't here. There's a big yellow um, triangle with an exclamation point because you got to upgrade, and there's a link to what you need to do to go upgrade. Well, okay, that's a bummer. Are you ready for the other bummer? Like any shared reminders list that you have, say with your family, if they're not on Catalina and iOS 13, it's this is going to break. Oh no. So that's, I mean, that's pretty weird for Apple to be in that situation and for it to endure, like you know. It, it is understandable intellectually that they move that feature out for the Mac platform. And then like, if you buy into their if you sign up, sign in an upgrade, you know what you're in for. But like,
0: I don't know. Doesn't that seem weird? It seems very weird. And it doesn't seem, you know, I got, I, I was thinking about this the other day when I saw the announcement for the 13.0, 1.2 or whatever the update is. And it occurred to me that Apple is in such an interesting time right now, because if you think about it, they have more devices than ever to support. They have more yeah. services than ever to support.
1: Oh my God. That's such a good, like old, like, you know, haven't like my, my kids, 6S, my kids, iPod touch. There's, yeah. People have these devices and the iPod touch is
0: not, won't take 13, but but That's a even, really good point. And even variety, of, more so many categories so many of devices excuse. too, right? Yeah. I mean, there's a watch. Yeah. There's a there's an iPod. There's, there's an iPad I mean, Mini. There's the, an iPad Pro. There's right an iPad, iPad. Right, yeah. and then forget the computers and the fact that you know. And so, how do they roll stuff out? Like, I had to go to iOS 13 because I was getting the watch, and you have you had my understanding was the new watches were shipping with WatchOS 6, and you had to in order to set up your watch and pair it, you had to have iOS 13. And I really do think that this had something to do with this wonky release rollout, because if you had in order to use your brand new watch, you had to have iOS 13, but Mm. iOS 13 had some bugs. So they came out with iOS 13.1 later but also later like a week later but they knew but you had to be on so it's almost like I feel like there was something going on within Apple that said we've got to get 13 out there to support these watches even though maybe we already kind of sort of know it's not ready and what what we'd like to release would be 13.1 but there's some things we're holding back on we can't release 13.1 first like we wanted to we've got to release 13 even though we know it's kind of broken but the watch yeah. people will be angry if we don't, and the new phones are also well, if you coming. in.
1: If you can't use your fancy new camera in
0: the way that it was shown on stage, you're going to be bummed. Uh, absolutely, imagine the yeah. the anger. And Apple is what the one I think about Apple historically. The one thing that really stands out that for me as a as a Mac user and also a PC user for the longest time and still. Mm-hmm. The Mac, everything just worked hardware and software (laughs) integrated, right? And that was the one thing that on the Windows side, we were always struggling with, which is, oh, well, that peripheral needs a driver and the drivers don't work. And this other thing in conflicts with this other thing. And I wanted to upgrade the RAM, but I couldn't because the video card and whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like there were so many Mm -hmm. different things and Windows had to support them all. I had to be able to walk into a Best Buy, buy some random card or upgrade thing or a hard drive or peripheral and bring it home and plug it in and it's it, it, it it had to work so in order to make it work you had all these different companies making different drivers and all this bizarre installation process but over there on the mac you just well i got a printer we'll plug it in oh it worked you know oh i have a diamond rio oh itunes supported it Right, You know, right. like there was, there and, was that time
1: where like part, part of the way the Mac got successful in the early days was that they brought them out into Muhammad in terms of, you know, you could get these, peripher- you would get like a, an Apple talk peripheral way right. to like deal with this printer. And then for years, every time you bought any kind of hardware device, it came with a CD with this terrible driver on it. You would have to install, but like you could, you could, if you bought Apple stuff, I, I this sounds like such a setup and we're just bitching, but like, if you bought an Apple printer for your Apple computer, you just plugged it in and it did literally just work.
0: It really did. And that was the, 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 the tight integration of hardware and software was the thing that stood out for me as an Apple win. That was the thing that they had. If you, if you had a Mac, everything within the operating system felt native and natural to that computer, especially if you had an Apple display. I mean, everything was, was perfect. You even got the little rounded corners on the display and everything, just, you know, they lined up perfectly with the corner edges of the physical display, too. You know, little details like that.
1: The kind of thing John Gruber would, when the rare times that he would, like, have an image on during Fireball, it would be to show you how there was this, like, one one pixel difference <laughs> in this thing that made all the difference. That's right? right. That's right. This line, the way this line, remember that post he did about Safari a long time ago? It was like, It was like, oh, God, you're so out of your mind. But it was true. That was that was table stakes for Apple was, but I think you, boy, you really, you're really getting it. Well, give give me a, um, give me a reality check on this. You know, I'm a partisan, uh, about so many things. I'm an (laughs) Apple partisan and like, I've always used Apple stuff and I've, I'm, I came up in the time when being an Apple person was meant to be, uh, shameful where like, you know, so, so of course I hated windows. I, I hated windows on principle. Yeah. I refused to use it on principle. Um, but the, the, you tell me if this, if you find this to be true, the cliche about Microsoft Windows was, this is the cliche, and I want to know what you think. The cliche about Windows was that it's buggy, insecure, and bloated for a variety of reasons. And by the time we get into the late 90s, early 2000s, um, one of the things they said was, well, you know, all the Windows stuff is meant to sort of work together and talk to like all of your your um, your email program can talk to your browser can do all these things and there's something very insecure about all these different ways natively insecure about so many possible ways so many um, attack vectors essentially of all these things that have to talk to each other but the big problem in some ways is that the, whatever the code base that code bases for Windows are have to support have to work on so. Many devices, including deeply legacy hardware, you, you can't invent the reinvent the wheels. What they used to say about Windows, we can't fix all of this in scare quotes, because this might be running on a set top box in Vietnam, That's or this right. might be running on a screen at uh, O'Hare Airport, or that there's there's basic stuff in this code base that is that affects millions of devices, which makes it difficult to manage, and you basically live with a decade and a half of technical debt. Whereas the Mac is the shiny thing where it all just has to work on these five Macs. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Is that I mean, how close is that cliche to anywhere? G- give me a give me a reality check on that
0: cliche. No, I think you're right. And and that's the thing is that, you know, there was always this association, even from the very early days. I'm talking about the very early days, uh, when when PCs were relatively new and running windows you had to launch it by typing the word win on the command line i mean even going back to the that time period there was always the association that windows machines pcs were for business and for work and for serious getting getting stuff done for work for work and that Macs were for creative maybe oh well if your work is like you're like a writer then i guess you could use a mac creative rich douches Right. And it, or, or like, like in a print shop, a print shop had a Mac and that's how they, you know, that's how they put together their newspaper or whatever it was. And that's yeah. really it. It was associated more with the creative arts, and it was very, very common. And it was an old joke that you'd go into Egghead Software, and it would be wall to wall boxes of software, and then the, oh, where's the Mac stuff? And it would be on an end cap in the back, mm-hmm. you know. And there'd be like Mac. It'd be, like, it be
1: like buying vegetarian food in like the mid '90s. It was like, what do you mean vegetarian <laughs> right. food? There's there's a produce aisle. Like, what do you? What else would you need? <laughs> that's right. Like, that's, that's what an odd question, you know, and <laughs> everything. It, and, every Everything literally in the South. Literally, everything has meat in it.
0: Yes, yes.
1: <laughs> Windows was meat. <laughs> it was Windows was meat.
0: That's a great way yeah. to say it. But it really was. And so we we as Mac users always struggled to to get the latest stuff. Now, gosh, so much is out for Mac first, and and the best stuff comes out for the Mac. And now,
1: and increasingly, iOS. You know, I mean, that's like, right. That's, that's if
0: you want those creative rich douches. You know that's <laughs> that's, that's, that's you, right. you go good <laughs> douche first. <laughs> there you go. But I I just I think that because so much of business software I, for example um I was uh I had a very good friend who was an architect and he you know he had been to architecture college I guess you spend an extra couple years doing that and it's funny uh he just texted me the other day and said I just became an actual architect. I said, well, congrats. He's like, yeah, it only took me 25 years. Apparently you can go to school to become an architect and you learn all the disciplines, Ooh. but actually going and taking the official tests and like studying for it, that that's not necessary to be, essentially working in architecture, it's only necessary to really truly become. It's almost like having to pass the bar to practice law. Yeah. In a lot of ways. And I guess, uh, but, or like
1: ABD, like if you've got a thesis and it's all but dissertation, like you've done the classes, but you're not officially, you don't have a master's degree officially.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So he finally, he finally, I guess, made the time in his life to go and study and take the tests and do it. And so now he's a registered architect and all that really means for him obviously I think there's a pay raise. Maybe it's like getting a master's degree in a way, but there's mm-hmm. a pay raise involved. But the main thing for him is that there's an ability now that he has to sign off and, and certify certain things. So like in order for a building to Ooh. get built, an architect would have need to have signed off on it. He can do that now. Okay. He okay. could also open his own firm and call it an architecture firm, which he couldn't have done before. So, But the reason I mention it is back in in, in the old days, Um, You know they had to use PCs, and he he of course understood that, but he of course wanted a Mac. But he's like, well, I can't get one. I'm like, why? He's like, well, all of the software, AutoCAD and everything else, all of this industry (laughs) software was for PC. Now, of course, they have it for Mac uh, now, and they have for for a while, but from so long and that was not just the case in architecture that was the case oh in God. every we had, industry. We had,
1: we had excel but it wasn't as good as windows excel we had right. quicken and quickbooks but it was not nearly as good as windows quicken and quickbooks outlook express yeah word outlook express nowhere near as good as outlook on a windows machine exactly yeah it was it was there was there was definitely a time when there was you know kind of a ghetto well i mean you know so I mean, that's so setting aside the windows cliche or the Android cliche, how difficult it is to support all of these, like probably what dozens or hundreds of different kinds of Android devices. It's that's how complicated that is. Yeah. You, you make such an interesting point though, that is it's hiding in plain sight, but I hadn't really thought about it, how much stuff they have to support. And then on top of all of that, looking at the lack of transparency sounds mean, but like, you know. It's not that often. It's only when Apple is utterly backed into a corner with terrible, terrible headlines in big, like when Walt Walt Mossberg and Kara Swisher bitch about it, like that's when they eventually go mea culpa. Yeah, actually, you weren't holding it wrong. That was maybe, you know, sorry, bad example. But you know what I mean? It's very rare that they come out and say, hey, guys, look, sorry, we kind of screwed this up. Like we, we could have done a better job with this yeah. and you're like, you know, and so for the longest time, it's like, you, you're very reluctant to like recommend things to people. Do you want to like, in the, like, so two, three years ago, do you want to recommend a Um, you know, a, uh, Mac mini to somebody? Well, who knows? It hasn't been updated in forever and will it ever be updated? And are they ever going to fix the keys on this keyboard? And like, that's all kind of accumulated over time. And, you know, and on on top of it all, um, the iphone is is still obviously extremely profitable and successful but the it's not you can just look at the graphs it's not gonna grow the way that it was growing 5 to 8 years ago it's just not there's not enough hands to hold that many iPhones you know yeah so it's an odd situation but and and I'm not sure what the functional component of all of this is um except to say that you know there's a little bit of you know, caveat emptor, where like, oh, all summer long, as we've joked about, or as I've joked about, all my friends, all my hipster friends are like, don't run the betas. It's only for people like me who are professional Mac Apple people. And that's, you know, that's really good advice, but it's really strange now when you've gotten to the like, the most costly and powerful pocket computer ever made, like, don't update your reminders, Like, don't, (laughs) it's really strange to be in that position. On the one hand, oh my God, watch, if you bought any 4K movies on uh, iTunes, just as one example, you know, there's so much they get right. Go watch a 4K iTunes, good looking, good sounding 4K movie on your phone. And you're like, how could this look and sound, it's got the Dolby Atmos sound and everything. It looks and sounds like incredible. You're like, who, who could imagine this could be so great? There's so many. The camera is astonishing. I sit around at night taking pictures of dark things just to be able to use that functionality. It's astonishing. But then alongside that, th- there's so much stuff they had to ship. I guess maybe it's not totally surprising it didn't all well, it didn't all go so great. But like the whole operation is pretty crazy right now. You listen to any of the podcasts I listen to and... I'm not the only one that had a really, really bad retail experience the day that I went to pick up my stuff. Boo-hoo, white wine. But, yeah, well, that's their business. <laughs> their business is selling stuff to these these rich douchebags. And, like, you know, when you show up and they can't find your phone for an hour, that's kind of a bummer.
0: Is that what happened like, you, to you? you
1: know, yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, there's just so many there's so many stories that are just nuts. And the, the, the common theme in the slacks that I'm in, the, the common theme of Apple retail, for example... Um, especially on a day like that, seems to be, well, you know, first of all, let's just say step zero, the employees are doing the best they can. It's not their fault. They're working really, really hard, but they can only execute on what the corporation has put in place for infrastructure for dealing with things like this, or the, the policies and practices of how a given Apple store works. But just random examples. So yeah, I showed up for my, I was there for just under 90 minutes. I got there early. I was in a very, even though I had an appointment, I was in a very long line. So yes, yeah, so what I was going to say was the the touch points of this. Um, the two things that seem to come up a lot are um, th- there is there is a feeling of frenzy amongst the employees. But, like there's just a, there's a lot of seemingly random running around, and there's there's a lot of dealing with multiple employees multiple times. There's not a sense of continuity of care. All the way down to, my friend Alex went to pick up a device, and because they write down who you are and where you are by how you look, she, I guess, took off a sweatshirt, and then she wasn't there anymore, because they'd identified her by her clothing, what so yeah no she was like she had to keep like saying hey am i everything good and they're like and but yeah no that's the kind of, that's that's the kind of weirdness where in my case just going and like standing standing next to the bluetooth speakers for <laughs> over an hour while this very nice man said i'm so sorry this is taking so long and i was like, you know no it's cool it's a crazy day like it's not your fault I mean, I'm going to get mad at the Apple guy, but like, you know, uh, that's nuts. I mean, you you go through all the nonsense of the ordering and the whatnot, and you schedule the appointment at a store. When's the last time you did that at Forever 21? Well, I guess that's why they're going out of business, because they didn't have scheduled appointments to come see their crappy, Mm -hmm. cheap Asian clothes. Um, But so, I don't know. It's just weird. It's just weird. There's not, the, the sense of fit and finish ain't what it used to be. The prices have not gone down. The quality has not gone hugely up on all of the things. The sense of trust is not what it used to be. It doesn't make me love it any less. Strike that. It doesn't make me despise them, but it does make me love it a little less. Because in the same way that having Kaiser, having Kaiser Permanente as your healthcare provider means you are now in the health project management business. Right. Uh, you're not necessarily getting taken care of by Apple. You need to you need to make sure that like you've got enough room. To get download this update because you bought the entry-level device. If your keyboard breaks, you might have to keep going. You might have to Casey Johnson your way back, like, over and over again to get them to admit that something is wrong. It's just, I don't know. I'm sorry. I didn't mean
0: to turn into bitching. No, you're not. I'm not at all. I think this is good stuff, and I think everybody has experienced a little bit of this. Like, when I went in, so I think I mentioned, gosh, I'm trying to remember if I had had it already, but, like, for the Apple Watch, I, I had bought it with the uh, sport loop. And after working out with that a little bit, I realized that I probably wanted to get just the regular sport band, which they had in the store. The sport I, loop, the Velcro-ish one. Yeah. It's, and I really yeah, like that's that my favorite, one. That's my favorite. It's yeah. my favorite too. But for, for working out when you get like super sweaty, it's mm-hmm. kind of nice to have the rub, the rubbery one. Rubbery one. Yeah. So I, I thought, okay, you know what? I'll just swing by the Apple store. And this was very interesting. Now, in the we we have one here in the domain in Austin. There's two. There's one south and there's one up north in the domain. So I went to the domain one and it recently relocated, I guess within the last year. It used to be in what, what we call the old section of the domain, and then it moved to the new section, which is called Rock Rose. Anyway, it's a newish mm-hmm. store. And it has the like plants and the sort of strange seating and the screens. And I guess they want it to, they're trying to make it one of those, like just come and hang out in the Apple store. Just hang out in the Apple store. Do, do right. some stuff here. Even when you're not buying it, just be here, just be here in the Apple store. So there's a lot of people who are just being there in the store who are not, who don't need help. Yeah. They're like just hanging out and checking their email. Yeah, but they're not necessarily... And this is the weird part. There was a certain population of people who would come in to... I I would say they don't have computers of their own or maybe they don't, you know, something like that. And they would use the public... They would use the Macs in there as their computer. Maybe they're checking email. Maybe they're doing other things. But that's not what I'm seeing in there now. Now it's just like regular people bringing in <laughs> their people standing.
1: It's basically a hipster
0: DMV. Yes. You just, you just stand
1: around and wait for something to happen and hope that you, cause you know, I'm that kind of guy where like, I want, I want to trust the system. I don't want to be a jerk about it. I want to keep bugging you. You have stuff to do, but there are definitely times where I'm like, I'm not sure. It's not that I'm, it's not that you're not treating me specially. It's more that like, I don't think anybody here is getting anyone's full attention.
0: Ever, <laughs> De- except definitely for, except for like
1: the very end where like do you want me to email you the receipt but it's not unusual at all it's, for an employee this is like, when I when I picked up my wife's Christmas present I remember this was like there were like four, this guy the guy I was the guy I, I, that had been assigned to me was helping like three and a half people at the same time. He had like three and a half different things going on at the time. I mean, one of them was like a repair waiting thing, but there was, he was like dealing with three people. we were all just standing there all waiting for his attention as he moved like between all of us, like he was like on a swivel. <sighs> and I, that's, that's, you know, I, that, that's a, that's a strange a hipster DMV. That's pretty good. That's, I like that. That's really what it feels like. Um, Dan, Dan, you got to tell me, we're, we're going
0: on here. You got to tell me about something you like. I would like to tell you, sir, about Bumbus. Bumbus! Bumbus!
1: That's the guy from uh, Shark Tank. Yeah, you're right.
0: Is this his, is this his thing? No, I don't think he it's his on, thing.
1: He wasn't on the season premiere, but I think he's the sock man.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, he, this is the sock company. Did you know, Merlin, Who? that socks are the number one most requested clothing item In homeless shelters. I did. Uh, New socks. New socks. Well, Bombas. Here's the thing. You don't want to donate your old socks because no one wants your old socks. Right. They need new socks. They need Bombas. Bombas. isn't. They're on a mission to change that situation. They created the most comfortable socks in the history of feet. And for every pair of socks purchased, they donate a pair to someone in need. Very nice. They're uh, yeah, designed cool. with special comfort innovations. They've got colors, patterns, lengths, styles. They're perfect for everyone in the whole family. And you can get your pair on a, a on a, some Bomba socks and, and your fee will thank you. They have donated over 20 million pairs and counting. They're made from super soft, natural cotton. And every pair is designed with arch support, a seamless toe, and a cushioned footbed that is supportive, but not too thick. I don't like it when they're too thick
1: hate a thick sock.
0: Um, they, they have these awesome, I am a huge fan of merino wool socks. They're designed to be breathable. They're designed to be dry and they're designed never to be itchy with just the right amount of thickness. Now you're going to say to me, hold hold on a sec, Dan, hold on a sec. Dan. You live in Texas where it often in the summertime gets over hundred degrees. You're going to tell me you're wearing wool socks. The answer is yes. It's the weirdest thing. I started. You leave out the merino. I don't know where merino wool has been all my life. But thank you, uh, Doctor Merino. Yeah, changed the way
1: I think about wool. (laughs) Wool in my head, wool wool equals equals scratchy. That's right. But they're not scratchy. Scratchy and thick.
0: Yeah. And they're not thick. And they're not hot. But this is the weird thing: if you wear them in the summer, they're breathable. If you wear them in the winter, they keep you warm. I don't know how it works. That's an adaptogen. I, I, I want to get one of these Merino sheep and ask mm-hmm. it some serious questions about this because how I want to start oh, out, how do sweet. you do You should it? get a little one, a little baby Merino. But they don't know anything when they're little. They only know stuff when they've been around. Their brain's not fully formed
1: until to their 25. Also, it's not the quarterback. That's a different Merino.
0: Maybe we could Skype with a Merino sheep and get, cool. it, get it in here and see if it could tell us anything. But here's the thing about the, the Bombas. I am wearing them constantly, when I put in my order, I was not sure what to expect from this. So I got like a whole bunch of different styles. I got the no-show socks. I got the ankle socks. I got the long, the longer socks. I got the socks you wear with a suit. Cause you know, I'm, I'm in a full, I don't know what you're wearing. I'm in a full three piece Mm -hmm. suit every time I do a show. I'm
1: wearing i I'm wearing a dinner jacket.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I kind of imagine you in sort of a a smoking, like a velvet smoking jacket?
1: I, I appreciate that with like maybe like a waistcoat. If uh-huh. I could get away with wearing a merino wool caftan all the time, I would. I'd love to wear just flowing gowns, like, a, like an
0: African prince. <laughs> yeah. I would I'm do wearing, that if I could,
1: like swatting myself with one of those things that flies off me. I would, I would do that with one of those cool oh, pill hats. Yes, yes. Like a Neil yes, Peart like yes. hat. I would look so good in that. Damn I think right. people would respect me, especially when I'm on my, uh, my Segway.
0: If they didn't respect you before, they would after. There goes the African prince, they'd say. But I love these socks. You've got to get a pair of these socks. Yes. Uh, Try them out and know that they will be, when you buy one, they're also donating. So that's really cool. They're they're also giving our listeners a special deal. 20% off your first purchase when you shop at Bombas, B-O-M-B-A-S, Bombas.com slash back to work. Go there. That will trigger your 20% discount. Bombas.com slash back to work on your first purchase. So that's a great way to get started. Try these things out. Merino wool is, is really great, but they have other things too. If you, if, if you're scared of Merino sheep, so -hmm. go check it out. Bombas.com slash back to work. And thanks to them very much for making this show possible. Merlin Xavier, man.
1: Thank you. Bombas. Buck, (sighs) buck. so got a lot of good apple bashing in let's talk about uh, let's talk about something important um so uh so just to just bring bring it up to speed uh dan is wearing well you have been wearing i don't know maybe you're gonna surprise me here nah. you uh you got you we talked about this last week you got you a uh, a new apple watch you've been wearing it i got a new one i've been wearing it and um i've got a little bit of follow up and uh, what didn't you did we give you specific homework last week wasn't there something you were supposed to
0: do i don't remember there was an assignment that you gave me two weeks ago, in which you said that I was oh, supposed the to thing. talk about the Disney things. The, I don't recall additional oh. homework. If there was, I have, mm. I have failed. If
1: anybody remembers what 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 Dan was going to say, <laughs> let us know. <laughs>
0: I don't want to I, 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 I don't want to talk I had about like the when Disney I woke thing. up
1: this morning and forgot to say rabbit rabbit. I, I had like three different things cuz my watch my, my my wife finally watched Succession, the latest Succession. And ah, I had like so three good. different things to talk to her about and they immediately fell directly out of my mind. Ah. Tears and rain Dan.
0: <laughs> yeah. So it's
1: been a week. It's been a week there's um there's been updates with uh more updates with iOS 13. More updates and I think that this might be important. I think the iOS thing could be important there's updates there um uh, there's updates to watch os um there's um so i just quickly um you hope i uh, i of course what, what what is the you know what's the um the big the big uh marquee feature of of this uh of this watch the always story. on always on Right. And so, and we talked about how I, I think I mentioned last week how clever that is, the way they fuzz it out, and, you know, very, very clever implementation. And of course, I had it on from the second I got it set up. Um, and it was, you know, it's cool. It's cool. It, it wasn't, I, it, it turned out not to be as special as I'd expected. I guess I don't look at it for time as much as I'd guess, but still super cool. Um, totally randomly and possibly totally unrelatedly. Uh, at some point late last week, I got the boop boop, and I was like, "Whoa! How'd I get the boop boop?" And I got the boop boop, and it said that I was a ten percent battery. I was like, "Wait a minute! I'm never. I don't even recognize that boop boop. I'm never a ten percent battery. What is going on?" And apparently, I don't know if I put on the stand wrong. I don't know. I had not been doing workouts, but um, I was. This battery was going a lot faster than I'd expected, and I shut that off. Like uh, MKBHD, I shut it off. Um, And then, just, you know, because I figured that's the most obvious way to not have my battery Mm die. And then I started seeing a lot of reports of other people speculating the same thing, that their batteries seem to be going down. And then there's been this release. What I'm trying to say is I don't know what is the cart, what is the horse, what is real and what is not. But the facts and evidence or the reckons and evidence have been, wow, for whatever reason, my watch battery is not lasting as long as it had been in previous years especially with the 40 millimeter people with the 40 millimeter have been really apparently hurting um which stands to reason in some ways because it's a smaller battery but still weird right yeah the question becomes was that really a thing was it because of the always-on and then if it was because of the always-on at what layer in the stack is that problem happening the obvious culprit seems to be well something about the software is not optimized flawlessly and it's running the battery down with the always on other speculation has been yeah but it could also be something involving ios 13 that's Mm. causing more i think syracuse has speculated about this there's no way to know it could be iOS 13 is hitting your watch harder for some reason that's not related to the screen stuff does it matter what size you have is this really a thing and now that this latest update has come out does anybody is anybody noticing a difference in battery capability i say all of that at length because i'm curious like Knowing that you really love that, and we're looking forward to that, how's your battery been?
0: The battery has been fine, um, and Ooh. so this is something that I saw. I was talking to a couple people um, in 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 real life, and um, I noticed people on Twitter also talking about exactly what you're talking about, saying that maybe there's something going on. So let let me give you an a, an average day for me, and this is. Uh, Try not to feel too bad for how early I wake up because it's—I it, can't help it. I don't use an alarm. I just wake up. So normally I wake up around six, between six and six fifteen. Mm-hmm. Um, standing up, six fifteen, six twenty. Watch on right away. I'm pulling it off the charger, putting it on. I usually am dropping the kids off to school, uh, and I'm—I'm I'm at the gym between seven forty-five and eight. I'm done between nine and nine fifteen. So I've done a an um, hour long workout. Then I uh, get ready and go into the office, and then I'll be working in the office, which is a combination of standing at the standing desk, sitting down, uh, recording, you know, that type of thing. I'll usually break for lunch. A lot of the time, I'll just get pick something up and eat it, you know. So there is some walking out to a car and driving and coming back kind of stuff happening. Mm-hmm. I usually get home around six ish. I'll spend some, you know, eat some dinner with the family, spend some time with the kids, put them to bed, and and then me myself, I'm probably going to bed around eleven. At that, I've made a note over the last, I guess, has it been two weeks that we've had these now? I was Mm -hmm. making some notes about where I was winding up uh, at the end of the day. That's a normal day for me. I usually the days I don't go to the gym, I row. Uh, for but you a,
1: do, do. You have it on for a workout when you're at the gym. That's the only yeah. time you have it formally on as a workout.
0: Right. And, or if I'm rowing, which is a 30 minutes, uh, in the morning, like I did today. And then I take one, one day a week. Uh, I may not work out at all. So yesterday I had an appointment, a doctor appointment, so I couldn't work out. So I'm going to compare these as different days. Yesterday, no workout at all. And how much of a toll does that take when you're really doing, because when I'm working out, I've got the workout going, I'm using the timer to time a lot of different things. I'm looking at the watch a lot more activating and, you know, paying attention, looking at heart rate, that kind of crap. Huh? So on those days at bedtime, 11 o'clock, so I've been up about, from about 6, 15 bed at about 11, taking the watch off. I'm usually at a between 15 and 20% at that time of night. And this okay. is with always on turned on. On the okay. one day that I didn't work out, I was at 40% at 11 o'clock when I turned wow. the thing on. So
1: that's, su- that's super interesting.
0: And and my phone is an iPhone 10, not 10s, just a 10, mm-hmm. running 13.1. And and,
1: and and just to be clear here, a lot of these, so like whenever you get a new phone, yes. you expect the hit of like downloading or uploading photos. You expect, you know what I mean? You expect stuff like the apps are updating, that kind of thing. Right. At least on a phone. Well, it's been two weeks now. So one imagines any of that residual stuff would have settled down with, with a a phone and a watch.
0: Now I, my uh, coworker here, Hattie, uh, she also has a new Apple watch. She got it around the same time I did. I asked her You keep track of your battery at night and and tell me what you're doing. And she's got her own schedule. Some days she works out. Sometimes she does Pilates, whatever. So she's been wearing it for the whole time for all of that. And, uh, and she has almost the exact same result as me, except I think I'm waking up about a half hour, hour earlier than her. So she was seeing about five to 10% more at the end of the day than I've been seeing, which is consistent with the fact that, She's, uh, uh, you know, getting an hour more sleep than me, which I wish I was getting. S-
1: super interesting. I, so I, like I say, last, late last week, I turned off the always something like that. I want to say it was, might've been over the weekend, but in any case, I turned off, um, the, the always on because I had a, I had a tickle that that might be why my, my battery was going so fast. And it was, you know, to be honest, it was just mostly out of, you know, curiosity mm-hmm. and that problem. Uh, I feel like, you know, uh, kind of went away. I flipped it back on yesterday after I got, I think it was yesterday that I got the watchOS update. Yeah. This is not what's, what's the,
0: what uh, watchOS update should I be running here?
1: I want to say six Oh one, but I'm not sure.
0: I have not been like um, prompted to update or anything like that. Well, you don't see it. I mean, you, it's the, updating the watch is a real pain because
1: like a lot of times I'll, I'll go in and I'll hit, you know, update and it'll just, it'll just spin and spin and spin. And it'll say like, I can't check for the update right now. And I don't know, couldn't it, could be, again, could be pilot error. But like, for example, like right now, okay. I woke up at, I woke up at 630. Um, and like I said before, I, sl- when I sleep, um, I wear my, my very old series two. Right. Okay. So, I'm, again, I know I sound fancy to have two watches, but one of them is quite old and a no, piece of junk. I think uh, smart. Boy, it's smart. Well, but so, so my, my series five sits on the stand, um, all night. And then when I get up in the morning, um, after I've micturated, I'm up at six thirty, um, and I, I do my thing. I put on the watch and so far my day has been hanging out with the family I made biscuits for my kid. That's what did it. It's biscuits. the biscuits. I blame the biscuits. I, I rode my <laughs> Segway. I'm around a very short trip to work, and my watch is at eighty eight percent, which is not terrible. But like I certainly haven't done any workouts. I haven't really like used it for anything. Really. So that's
0: that's right now. And what time is it there for I you? The, uh, Nine twenty five. Nine twenty five. So three
1: hours. Three hours. It's down twelve percent, which is I guess you know about expected but um i don't know i don't know i but this is this is again this is part of the weird wild speculation i think i told you last week about my wife having that thing where her her in the days before this uh, she has a series four non wait she has she has a series four cellular um and again some of the speculation about this has been is it is it is it, is it whether or not you have cellular turned on, it seems like cellular watches are draining faster. It seems like right. 40 millimeters or the smaller ones are draining faster, et cetera, et cetera. So she had that weird problem where her battery was just like, woo, just going away. She eventually discovered that it was this something having to do with the Nike run app. Oh yes.
0: I've heard about that too from you and from a couple other people. It seems have like you? that was really? yeah, honestly, yes, okay. honestly.
1: And so this is why I say, I think Syracuse's speculation on this is very interesting, which is like, what if it's not actually the watch and watch OS's fault, per se? Mm -hmm. Like, what if it's, again, what if it's something with iOS 13 hitting the watch too hard? And I don't, personally, I don't know of a, I don't think I know of a way to see battery usage for watch apps.
0: No, I don't know either.
1: Or watch, you know, functions in the same way that you can on iOS, but... I don't know. There seems like there's, There's. I don't know what the there, there is, but there does seem to be a there. There's something weird.
0: Now, how do I but see you know what, what version I'm go
1: is... i off right now. I'm going to shut it
0: off. <laughs> uh, let's see. I am on, I'm trying to see what version. Uh, I am on 6.0 on this okay. watch. So I don't, uh, software update. There's a software update. Checking for update. Clicking. It's very exciting. Yeah.
1: You know, checking for update. Yeah. Checking for update.
0: Now Google you know update. the fact that I have not been using cellular maybe plays into it.
1: But, but yeah, the, the, some now I'm scared to
0: install this update. Maybe the update is what's screwing you up. Hmm.
1: I don't know what's screwing me up at this point. Um. Uh, this show will never air. This is a terrible show. I'm really sorry. I've really dragged the show down. <laughs> I'm going to go to um, display and brightness, and I'm going to click on always on, and I'm going to turn off. Turn it off. Okay, and see if that helps. Okay. Um. So anyway, I, I bet we'll hear more about this even in the next week. I bet
0: we will. Um, other things we talked about that we should
1: follow. Oh, did you want to talk about a, uh, another thing that you like?
0: I will tell you a little bit about a company called Squarespace. Squarespace. You can create a website with Squarespace in so little time; it is amazing, and that's I think one of their biggest selling points is in you. You can walk. You can show up at the Squarespace website. And from, I don't even have an account here to, I now have a fully functioning website that lets me blog. It lets me sell products and services. I can promote stuff. I can announce an event. I can showcase my work. All of that stuff in, in realistically 15 or 20 minutes. It could we, probably we, happen at on
1: once we bought a domain and yes. set up a site and in like less than 20 minutes.
0: Yes. And I mean, and I'm talking about a real website with content that you can show people and the they people
1: just, can go to, people can go to the website on the internet. That's right. Yes. Now that's you important. Can, Make sure you, you know, you, you, uh, that's the thing about a website. You know, you want people to go to
0: it. That's yeah. the whole point of putting it out there. I would think I totally agree. I totally agree. They have over 200, domain name extensions that they support. So when you, you go there, you don't even have to do that juggling shuffling. Well, I registered over here and now I've got to update DNS and point it over here and make that. No, they do it all for you. If you register your domain with them, you don't have to, but isn't it nice? One stop Mm -hmm. shop for everything, but they've got built in SEO. They've got, uh, they've got all the security stuff. They handle everything. They've got analytics built in that help you grow your site. I mean, everything is optimized for mobile. And trust me, that is not easy to do. The built-in e-commerce stuff is off the hook. And of course, the templates that are made by world-class designers, it makes it possible for you to do your own thing. You can make it yourself and you can make it stand out. And Squarespace is the place to go to do this. So go to Squarespace.com slash it's your show. You'll get a free trial. And when you launch, use the offer code IT's Your Show. One word and you will save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. Yep. So thanks very much to them for making this possible.
1: Thanks Squarespace. Bawk, bawk. I'll tell you what, uh, I mentioned this, uh, I don't know if you know this, but sometimes, uh, Squarespace, um, will sponsor podcasts by buying advertising. And one of my other shows, uh, Squarespace is a sponsor and something I mentioned recently that I, I think you can lose in the lights. Um, if you've ever done this, you know how fun it is to make a site in Squarespace. It's really fun, but it's also, it's wonderful how simple it is to maintain. It's not difficult to set up a website with Squarespace, but then once you've got it, it's just so easy and fun to update. It's, it I don't know. It's, just, it's such a different world. Bless their hearts. Um, other things here. So your band, I was going to ask you about what band you're liking. You, you, so I see, I'm, I love the sport loop. The hook and eye.
0: I like that one a lot. It's the most comfortable. It's lightweight. It's,
1: it's just easy. You know, I like my my kid uses these. She really actually like prefers the one with the holes, the sport band. And it's like, mm. ugh, no, thank you. Um Kids have bad taste. Um, It is, it's funny though how uh, when these things came out, we talked about this a little bit last week, but we talked about like how, oh, you know, they're making such a thing of like, oh, you can buy these different kinds. You can get the aluminum or the stainless steel or the addition or now today the ceramic. And look at all of these bands. And like, uh, I don't know, for me, like, I, you know, I have some bands. I don't change them often. I'm not a super changer of bands, but uh, um, I, I don't, I don't treat it personally quite as the fashion accessory I might have expected. I think other people do. They enjoy like the different, you know, the same way that people like putting cases on their phone. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I mean, I is functional. I just, like just, the, the, the sport loop is just so easy to deal with for me.
0: If you're one of those people that has a lot of time and no kids and an easy job. And like each morning you've got (laughs) an hour to plan your wardrobe out of what you're going to wear and, you know, pluck, pluck your eyebrows or whatever it is. Then, then I can understand like changing your band every day. The fact that I have the watch on, that's about as much, times i have to devote yeah, to I,
1: I can either poop or wipe but i don't have time for both <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. su- super complicated. <clears throat> yes yes well enjoy your youth uh because you won't have it forever um what oh you know um have you spent much time on Tuning notifications. Uh, a friend of the show, Mike Curly was talking about this on Upgrade yesterday, about how, you know, he's... I, I, I specifically remember him talking about this years ago when he was all in on the watch before he got frustrated and stopped wearing it. Uh, but he was fully in on, on tuning his notifications. Me, I've just got everything set to mirror my phone. Mm-hmm. Have you done much with tweaking your notifications? Because I, I know that's considered a huge power... Uh, not power move, but a, you know, uh, a great way to, like customize and personalize like the way, how you want your watch to work. Have you spent much time with that?
0: I haven't spent a ton of time. The thing that I did just like you was that I mirrored the phone settings because I have very few notifications that come through in the day. Only the most important stuff, only things Mm -hmm. that really count, but I've actually It was easy for me to kind of ignore a lot of those by having the phone just sitting there on the desk or wherever in my bag next to me um, so that I wasn't really being bothered by them. But as soon as they were tapping me on the wrist, I was a little bit surprised. Like, well, do I really need to know that such and such thing happened right at that time? And the answer most of the time is no. So I have gone in and turned a few of them off. But I also I also find it's easy to it's easy to glance at those notifications and they, they go away after you've sort of tilted your wrist and seen them. That's enough for the watch to say, you've seen this. So it's gone. And so they're actually let, and I don't recall that being the case back in the series two time period. Maybe it was, but it, that
1: sometimes it gets a little bit confused. Like there's the whole whole classic thing of like, which thing should I bug you on? And Apple's made some improvements to like not having all your devices blow up you know, like if, if your friends start shucking and jiving in a in a messages thread, like it can make everything sort of, you know, blow up. It's gotten better about that, but I think it's still a little strange. Sometimes I'll get the blip, I'll hear the beep on my right, watch, but I right. won't get the message. And then I try to pull down and it's not there. And that, that's really confusing. You can also, like, I forget what it's called and I don't want to look at it. But on your, um, on your iPhone, you can go in and get pretty specific with... These kinds of notifications should sort of endure. What's the mm-hmm. for it? You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Uh, pers- persistent, Persistence. I think. Persistent. Yeah. yeah, that can be helpful. But yeah, no, that, that can be really confusing. Oh, God, one of my biggest beefs with Gmail on um, iOS is that you can't mark a messages unread. Which is just really strange to me because that is still like a workflow thing for me. It's like, I, I, there are things where I want it to, there there are some things I want to snooze, but there are some things that are important enough that, like, I don't want to deal with it on my phone. Please just mark it as unread. And I feel kind of like that with with the watch sometimes, where I'm like, ah, like, ah, well, I've lost this now. Will I ever get this back? And usually I can (laughs) scroll back on the phone, but that's not, you know, the best way for that to work. I, um, I wish. So, like, it's, again, it's so funny, again, returning to how Apple guessed we would use the watch versus how we use the watch. Right. If they knew we'd use the watch for fitness. I don't think they knew how much we'd use the watch for fitness. Um, you know, their they, guesses for stuff like, you know, using that button to have your little friends pop up, like, no, 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 make that into a doc. I remember that. that, yeah. But, you know, another big one is just apps in general. I mean, how many apps are on the watch are you super excited to use? Like, you know, like in my case, my most deaf shut off automatically. You know, install. Like, oh my god, that would be mad. Oh, I, I did too. I, I couldn't. I. That's like, like an wire, option. Yeah. Like, you know, but like on iOS, yeah, sure. G- give me the stuff on all the devices. Yeah, that's cool. Fine. Yeah, yeah. That's all right. Like, I, I that won't personally for me in my dumb way I use my iOS devices. That's no big no big deal. But it really. Uh, Truthfully, I wish there was more apps I could say don't put this on the watch. There's just there's so many Apple apps that I, I actually don't want on here. And why do I say that? Because like I, I I you can go and arrange that screen, but it doesn't persist. I mean, this this is the kind of thing that must drive Syracuse a bananas. It's <laughs> like it's pretty difficult. <laughs> knowing how he feels about Windows <laughs> on his Mac, like yeah. getting Apple Watch to like have the apps where you want and not move around in that weird hexagonal snap to grid thing is just crazy making. I just switched.
0: We had a, I was it uh Richard Anderson. One of our listeners wrote in and oh, said, yeah, Richard day, you yeah. can change that to be a list instead of a grid. What? Yeah. And I, I did it. That. I did it. And it is, what? it is a wonderful uh, thing. So I'm, I hope shut I'm
1: your dirty mouth. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. Where, if, where do
0: you do it? Okay. So you I'm clicking, you go to, App layout the phone of the watch. on the. Now where is this thing? I'm gonna have to. Now you're gonna hold on. I'm clicking. I'm searching. Okay. Right, I'm layout. going to find Richard. Somebody's and,
1: yelling at right. us
0: now. Richard mm. Anderson. Here's what he says.
1: Mister Anderson.
0: He says, "Hey Dan and Merlin, you probably got this feedback from about half your listeners already, but you can change that honeycomb <laughs> app screen on the watch to a list by force pressing the app screen." and choosing list i like it a lot better richard a to which Holy i replied
1: Michael, if i knew this i forgot <laughs> it Is i replied it only to him alph- i said it's only alphabetical?
0: new to me and and so yeah it's only alphabetical as far as i can tell still
1: okay so like okay i'm on my um looking at my uh, boy i'm really bitching a lot today i'm so i like so these sorry. i like the ones where you bitch a lot yeah okay you ready for this here's here's some apps that have to be on my watch okay um, activity app store audiobooks, breathe calendar, clock contacts, health, heart, mail, maps, messages, music, noise, phone, photos, podcasts, stocks, walkie talkie, wallet, and Apple Pay, weather, and workout. Mm-hmm. I don't think you can shut any of those off. I don't think so. And, and it's understandable, but like, I don't want why do I? I don't want stocks, stocks,
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't want stocks either. Like,
1: stocks, walkie talkie. I mean, some of these like audiobooks. That's taking up a space that could be nothing. I love nothing. Uh-huh. It's so important to me to have more nothing in my life. <laughs> I and know. Like, this is all This is all just so much like, ah, have some noise. <sighs> you know, I want that screen to make some freaking sense to me. I have like, I think like five apps on here I'm using. No, six. So I've got 1Password, AutoSleep, Deliveries, Drafts, HeartWatch, Moon++, uh, OmniFocus, Overcast, and SleepWatch.
0: I want to talk to you about Moon++ too. It's It's fun. Um, yeah, it's
1: real simple yeah well we should we should where are we what are we in i can't even tell because it's uh, hour, hour nine okay yeah yeah. so anyways uh, i'm done bitching tell me something <laughs> tell me well, something
0: good well one thing <laughs> that <laughs> i've noticed because the uh the apple watch works very well with apple maps and then it it li- makes a little sound and taps you Love on your that. wrist it's
1: got two different haptics for a left or right turn it's just so cool
0: what, what's the difference because i noticed they're different but i am i haven't learned which one is which? Um, yeah, I
1: mean, I'd have to look it up right this second. But like, I, I do know that there's it's speed and duration, maybe. Okay, but all anyway, right. Anyway, yeah. But but stuff like that is very cool. Even if you're walking around, I guess especially if you're driving. But to just cue you to like be ready to make well, a turn. Well, yeah,
0: and I mean, there's a lot of time where you can just you, you might be driving along. And you've you've got a friend or two in the in the vehicle, and you're having a conversation. And you know, I don't, I I hate the constant because. I don't know about your roads there in San Francisco, but like one of the big roads here in Austin, Texas is we call it, we call it three sixty. But the real name of the road, technically, is Capital of Texas Highway. Mm-hmm. So it might say something like, "In one and a half miles, turn right on three sixty, Capital of Texas Highway." I don't need to hear all of that. I don't oh, want to yeah, ever yeah, hear yeah. all that. Yeah. So a lot of the time, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll mute. It's not. It's not very. It's not very. um, uh, information rich. Right. And so I'll, I'll mute it so I don't have to Ooh. hear it, but now having it on the watch sort of tapping me is a wonderful reminder that, Oh right, there's my exit or that's where I'm supposed to turn little things like that. And so that's a nice sort of side effect of wearing the watches. I'm actually giving Apple maps a chance again. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I, I, a lot of the complications that are there and I'm stuck, I'm stuck in this weird space now in my mind, because <laughs> when I look at the Apple watch and, and again, like for those who like, maybe this is the first time they've ever listened to this episode or this show rather. Of course, mm-hmm. it's the first time I listen to the episode, Dan.
1: We hope. Yeah.
0: But. This is probably somebody's favorite episode. Jeez. There's so
1: many reasons that would be odd. Yeah. But. You want to talk about Markdown? I,
0: <laughs> I really like uh, traditional mechanical watches. I love them. Uh This is not that. Uh So, but there are so many faces that are traditional watch faces where you've got hands, you've got a second hand moving an hour, a minute. And I often look at the watch and I'm like, why am I doing that? Isn't that the whole thing we hated on the Mac, the skeuomorphic design where the notepad looked like a notepad with a ripped sheet of paper and spirals at the top? Why are we... pretending that it's a traditional watch just because that's what we do. Why not use a digital? Why not have complications that are nothing like it? And yet, mostly what I'm wearing is something that makes it look as much like a traditional watch as possible. But one thing that disheartens me that truly brings sadness to my life is that the little heart complication when it's in a circle doesn't just show you the latest heart, re- heart rate reading. Why does it not do that? I don't know. Like little things like that, they they make me sad and angry at the same time. Yes,
1: HeartWatch does that. HeartWatch will uh, show you the latest reading.
0: I'm gonna have to get that. No, there
1: is there's, there's, there's a lot of there's a lot of a lot of stuff like that. Uh, breaking news. Uh, just so we get this on the record. Okay. Um, after you head off on your first leg, your Apple Watch uses sounds and taps to let you know where to turn. A low tone followed by a high tone. Talk, tick, talk, tick means turn right. A high tone followed by a low tone. Tick, tock, tick, tock
0: means turn left. So a high, high, low, left. Low, high, right. Low, high. am. <laughs> <L'chaim>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so heart, heart, heart e, And I heart have watch. to, and I, and, and this is the thing. If you're going to force me to use your stupid... App store on your phone. Yeah. Give me a better way to, to type things in. Ugh.
1: Oh my God. I mean, it's, it's sort of like where Apple TV was a few years ago. Like, I mean, I don't heart, know. Heart, heart, watch know.
0: heart and activity monitor your heart and health. Is that the one we're talking about?
1: Yeah. It's from the makers of sleep watch. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. I see it. I might have to get this one after the show.
1: Um. To t- 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 faces. Faces. I'm playing more faces. The solar one's very pretty. Still loving that. Uh, I still don't understand quite what I'm supposed to be doing with the compass, but that's there. Oh, Alicia's this pretty one I made. Speaking of analog, let me send you this
0: one. Oh, I mean, and I saw is- someone. Someone on Reddit works mm-hmm. in some place where they do a lot of like noisy stuff so they have these very expensive calibrated noise monitors oh, okay and he posted a picture of himself using the noise monitor and and the noise monitor was registering 99.8 decibels and his apple watch was registering 99.8 seven decibels You're and, and yeah. And that's it was incredible. very accurate.
1: That that's, that's really nice to hear. Boy, you think about the engineering, somebody at Apple did some very good work to make something. It seems to me. To yeah. Like yeah. Look at that pretty watch face I sent you. Isn't that nice for just a walking around watch? Yeah. I love it. Yeah. It's real the,
0: the one that I find I'm using, hold on. I gotta, I, I, my kids are obsessed and, and like they're eight and 11, but they're yeah. obsessed with the fact that, that Mickey Mouse only says "Good morning" or "Good evening" it, the first time that you tap it within that time frame. Did you oh, know that? Have you done that? I did
1: I? Didn't It's like if you if you've missed the greeting, you you won't get it again.
0: It's only the first. Hold on, let me bring Mickey up. Come here, Mickey. All right, I'm gonna tap Mickey right now. Here we go. It's eleven forty-five.
1: Good morning,
0: Al. Okay, Ooh. so he'll oh, now if I do it again. Come wake up, Mickey. Here. It's yeah. 11.45. I don't know about that That's voice. it. That's it. I got nothing else after it, though. That's a shame. See, that's I won't a, that, get that, anything a, until the evening.
1: It should be more like Carrot, where, like, if you provoke Mickey, he gets angry. That would
0: be funny. <laughs> I wonder if i just keep it's tapping that. him. Hmm. It's 11.46. It's
1: Ooh. 11.46. It's 11.46. That, that mouse is manic. It's 11.46. okay? No, he's, yeah, he's fine. He's dancing. He should, he should. He should talk to somebody. Well, good for him. I mean, that. Well, that doesn't make me think he's any less manic.
0: A and my kids. Mouse? My kids love the Mickey Mouse. And although yeah. they are Pixar fans, they despise the Pixar screen. They were both very disappointed in. It feels I feels like a bolt on. It really know does. Why like on? <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Um. Well, we should probably start moseying. Yes.
0: Yeah. Let's do it.
1: Um. Other things. Uh. Rage about the uh, iMessages button. Doesn't it seem a little bit mental? that we still have that little, the little button. It turns from a, send this message to my friend into a, start recording my voice button. Doesn't that seem.
0: Reasonable? Yeah. I don't, I don't need that.
1: Do you, do you ever do, I mean, I do that. The two things, two things I do all the time. Cause there's always two things with me. I'm forever recording my voice when I just <laughs> I'm trying to send a message or stop <laughs> using my phone. And I'm constantly invoking Siri by clicking the thing on the side. Cause, um, I don't know. I guess I just have this weird like thing where I kind of like shut off my phone and going back to listen to uh, Overcast. Boop boop. And like, oh no no, Siri, sit down. But the uh, well, why why do we have that, Dan? Why do we still have? You know what I'm talking about, right?
0: Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking
1: about. In in messages on iOS, I said I said on Twitter this morning it's my least favorite quarter inch of anything Apple has ever made. It's so why does it turn from a send this message button into a record my voice and send it button? Who uses that? Does anyone use that? It's a Why would you put it in such a prominent place? It's like saying, you know, a good place for this break is on the accelerator. <laughs> no, no. no. I, I like this being different. Yeah. Because of the, uh, the one foot over
0: here. Yeah, yeah.
1: Holy jeez, guys. I don't know.
0: I don't know what to tell so you about that. So much
1: bitching, Dan. Oh, listen, hug your, hug your baby. That's <laughs> what it's all about.
0: <sighs> all right, let's button this up. All right. Okay, I love you. Love you too, Merlin, man.